0: Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives.
1: Today we are in Genesis chapter 30. We'll listen to Faith Comes Right Hearing's reading of the 43 verses of this chapter.
2: Genesis 30. When Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she envied her sister. She said to Jacob,
3: Give me children, or I shall die.
2: Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel, and he said, Am I in the place of God, who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? Then she said,
3: Here is my servant Bilhah. Go into her. So that she may give birth on my behalf, that even I may have children through her.
2: So she gave him her servant Bilhah as a wife, and Jacob went in to her. And Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said,
3: God has judged me, and has also heard my voice and given me a son.
2: Therefore she called his name Dan. Rachel's servant Bilhah conceived again, and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said,
3: With mighty wrestlings I have wrestled with my sister, and have prevailed.
2: So she called his name Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had ceased bearing children, she took her servant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Then Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a son, and Leah said,
3: Good fortune has come.
2: So she called his name Gad. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a second son, and Leah said,
3: Happy am I, for women have called me happy.
2: So she called his name Asher. In the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrakes in the field, and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah,
3: Please, please. Give me some of your son's mandrakes.
2: But she said to her,
3: Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also?
2: Rachel said,
3: Then he may lie with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes.
2: When Jacob came from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said,
3: You must come in to me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes.
2: So he lay with her that night, and God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Leah said,
3: God has given me my wages, because I gave my servant to my husband.
2: So she called his name Issachar, and Leah conceived again, and she bore Jacob a sixth son. Then Leah said,
3: God has endowed me with a good endowment. Now my husband will honor me, because I have borne him six sons.
2: So she called his name Zebulun. Afterwards she bore a daughter, and called her name Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son, and said,
3: God has taken away my reproach.
2: And she called his name Joseph, saying,
3: May the Lord add to me another son.
2: As soon as Rachel had born Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me away, that
0: I may go to my own home and country. Give me my wives and my children, for whom I have served you, that I may go, for you know the service that I have given you.
2: But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your sight, I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because
0: of you. Name your wages, and I will give it.
2: Jacob said to him,
0: You yourself know how I have served you, and how your livestock has fared with me. For you had little before I came, and it has increased abundantly, and the Lord has blessed you wherever I turned. But now, when shall I provide for my own household also? He said, What shall I give you? Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this for me, I will again pasture your flock and keep it. Let me pass through all your flock today, removing from it every speckled and spotted sheep and every black lamb and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and they shall be my wages. So my honesty will answer for me later when you come to look into my wages with you. Every one that is not speckled and spotted among the goats, and black among the lambs, if found with me, shall be
2: counted stolen. Laban said,
0: Good! Let it be as you have said.
2: But that day Laban removed the male goats that were striped and spotted, and all the female goats that were speckled and spotted, every one that had white on it, and every lamb that was black, and put them in the charge of his sons. And he set a distance of three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob pastured the rest of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took fresh sticks of poplar and almond and plane trees, and peeled white streaks in them, exposing the white of the sticks. He set the sticks that he had peeled in front of the flocks in the troughs, that is, the watering places where the flocks came to drink. And since they bred when they came to drink, the flocks bred in front of the sticks, and so the flocks brought forth striped, speckled, and spotted. And Jacob separated the lambs, and set the faces of the flocks toward the striped and all the black in the flock of Laban. He put his own droves apart, and did not put them with Laban's flock. Whenever the stronger of the flock were breeding, Jacob would lay the sticks in the troughs before the eyes of the flock, that they might breed among the sticks. But for the feebler of the flock, he would not lay them there. So the feebler would be Laban's, and the stronger Jacob's. Thus the man increased greatly, and had large flocks, female servants and male servants, and camels and donkeys.
1: My journal in 1983 skips a day. I made a note on Wednesday that I read Genesis 29, and I had another note on Friday that I read Genesis 32. So in between was Thursday when I must have read Genesis 30 and 31, but I didn't make a journal entry. So let's go on to 1999. There again, I read Genesis 30 and 31 on the same day, and I wrote, Jacob worked hard for Laban, and Laban prospered. Laban's countenance changes toward Jacob. Sometimes God begins to let things get uncomfortable in our current situation to move us on. He wanted Jacob to return home, so it got uncomfortable with Laban. And in 2007, remember we were in Athens, Greece. My journal note says, went to Olympic Stadium and Acropolis yesterday, going on an island tour today. Looking back on that day, I remember going to Mars Hill. Remember, that's where Paul saw the temples of all the gods, the Acropolis and many other temples to gods. And he saw that temple to the unknown God. And that's where he preached Christ, there on Mars Hill. I stood on Mars Hill and I thought, man, Paul had a lot of guts to preach Jesus in front of all these temples of all these other gods. And I remember thinking that day, I don't think I have the guts of Paul to say anything on Mars Hill that day with a few smatterings of people around as tourists, my journal entry in two thousand seven on Genesis thirty was Kids, 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 Jacob is having sons everywhere, Leah, maids, and finally Rachel. Interesting that God told Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob they would have lots of offspring, but each of their wives had trouble in childbearing. God also blessed Jacob and Uncle Laban because of Jacob. Jacob is having sons everywhere. He's having sons through Leah, and then Rachel's servant, and now Leah's servant, but not the one he loved, Rachel. I have two sons, and both of them have had children. I have one daughter, and she's 35 years old, and so far she has been unable to have a child. So when I read about Sarah and Rebecca and Rachel, I think of my daughter. So let's look at a couple of key verses concerning childbearing. Verse 2, Jacob says, Am I in the place of God, who has withheld you from the fruit of the womb? So, no man can take the place of God. God is the one who provides the fruit of the womb. And in verse 22, Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her and opened her womb. So, barrenness or childbearing is all of the Lord. God remembered Rachel, and God opened her womb. Now, I realize that there's a lot of ways that man is trying to be able to help women have children today, and my daughter has experimented with several of those means already unsuccessfully so far. So for any families or women who are barren at the moment and trying to have children, let's remember the lessons out of this chapter. God and God alone is the one who provides the fruit of the womb, and God and God alone is the one who opens the womb. Lord, we pray for any women that are listening today who are suffering from being barren. For those who long deeply to have a child, Lord, we pray that you would provide the fruit of the womb. You would open their womb so that they could bear a child. We join together for any woman who longs to be a mother that you provide, Lord, that as we join our hearts with theirs, you will open their wombs and you will provide children to them. Your word says you remembered Rachel. It also says you listened to her and you opened her womb. Lord, listen to us. Listen to our cry for those who want children. Remember them and open their wombs. And if that happens for any woman, might you receive the glory like Rachel did. Rachel said, God has taken away my reproach. And then prayed again, may the Lord add to me another son. Bless those who long for children, Lord, with a child, and bless my daughter. Take away her reproach. In Jesus' name, amen.